So I've been listening to and taking notes on Lex Friedman's uh, new, relatively new podcast uh, called Artificial Intelligence because uh, that word gets you know uh, thrown around a lot. Um, I'm not. I know next to nothing about it, so I'm treating Lex Friedman's uh, podcast as basically a course on entrepreneur, or excuse me, a course on artificial intelligence. Um, and to that end, he has the founder of iRobot, which is you could argue is one of, if not the most successful robotics company, consumer robotics company, um, in history. So they got, he's got a lot of interesting ideas, and they covered a lot of um, interesting thoughts in just a short uh, discussion. So I just want to jump into it. At first, they're talking about like the other opportunities, like I, right now, iRobot makes makes uh, uh, robots, f- you know, f- for your house that can do basic stuff like vacuum, mop. They're making one that can mow your lawn. And so Colin is is saying, hey, um, there's some other ideas. Like we need robots to help us continue to improve our standard of living. The average age of, and then he he talks about like the the overall demographic shift that's happening that robots could hopefully play like a role in. He says, the average age of humanity is increasing very quickly. The number of people young enough to care for the older demographic is inadequate. And so he says, today the role of robots is to make our lives a little easier, cleaner, and healthier. But in time, robots will be the difference between the decline of our ability to live independently, so he's talking about the aging demographic there, and a future where we have more control of our lives and can spend more time uh, on on activities that we choose. He says, iRobot has narrowed its focus to the home as a place where we want to innovate. We want to deliver tools that will help a home be more automatically maintained place, a healthier place. Today we vacuum and mop and soon we'll be mowing your lawn. Uh, Now this is what's interesting is that um, the direction iRobot is working towards, I've had a Roomba, I don't have it anymore, but I had Roombas for years. And, you know, it's it's a robot, but it's rather dumb. It, It can have an idea of where it's at, but it's not you know, to, it's not like what we think of as like artificial intelligence, but he's saying that could change when you add all these other capabilities together. So he's envisioning a different direction. So he says, this is the direction that iRobot is working towards. The robot is supposed to be your partner, not just this automaton that goes and does what the robot does. So he wants some kind of interaction. Not that, okay, I have this, this Roomba, is scheduled to clean, you know, every morning at 7.30 or whatever the case is. So what's an example of the direction that iRobot is eventually trying to get to? Um, you could tell a robot, I just dropped some flour next to the fridge in the kitchen. Can you go deal with it? Wouldn't it be awesome if the right thing just happens based on that utterance? So it's a completely different experience than what a Roomba does right now. Um, so he says to accomplish that, the robot would have to listen to you. It'd have to understand the context of the sentence, map it against its understanding of the home, of the home it lives in, and know what to do. So that's a great deal more complex and advanced than what they're currently doing. But he does see... Um, this th- this product to to be available, you know, in our lifetime. It's interesting. Uh, the reason I wanted to, part of the reason I find it so fascinating listening to the artificial intelligence podcast is because like there's really no experts on AI because there's no such thing as AI yet. Like general general artificial intelligence. And in this one, uh, in this podcast, Colin says he doesn't think that'll actually happen in his lifetime. So other people have vastly different um, guesses on that. Um, he says, and then I think this is probably the most important point of the entire podcast because it has to do with like we focus on entrepreneurship. Like how do you build products that actually solve a problem or can help people? Um, so he says, before Roomba, I was a high-tech entrepreneur building robots. It wasn't until I became a vacuum cleaner salesman that we had any success. 
So he says the point is technology alone doesn't equal a successful business. You have to find the compelling need. So it's great that I can make all these advanced robots, but the consumer had the consumer wasn't interested. They're interested in, in a robot to clean up after them. So focus on the problem you're trying to solve first and work backwards. Just it's what I learned from that. And then he says, uh, we are just about none of the way to achieving what potential of robots could be. He's saying very, or we're like, we're in the, the, the more than, you know, Jeff Bezos says, quote, well, we're in the day one of the internet. Uh, Colin would say we're in day one of the, in robotics. Like we've accomplished so, like a tiny, tiny percentage, maybe not even a percentage of what Colin feels that uh, they'll be able to do. And I thought this was fantastic. If you read the, or listened to the notes I did on Steve Jobs uh, when he was 26 years old, he said, hey, you know, like right now, I think it was like, what, one in a, thousand homes that the apple uh, that personal computers are in and eventually it'll be everybody will have one well colin has his own version of that he says i expect there to be at least one irobot robot in every home one day we have sold 25 million robots so far we are in about 10 percent of the homes in the united states that's a great start 